some um, fortune telling cards and, uh, and a small little crystal ball and all that kind of stuff. And she's got a little sign outside saying fortune told. Why do I get the feeling that that type of person is a fortune teller with tarot cards? That, 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 that kind of thing's been set up. And there's a few other things all being set up as well. There's um, there's a stocks being set up and um, there's a bucket of water and it looks like there's some sponges mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and various other things. It looks like everybody's already getting ready set up for this kind of country <laughs> festival kind of... Um... And Zabby wants to stab. <laughs> Not fucking funny. <laughs> I just want to stab Okay. I... I just want to poke. A little small creature, nothing more, nothing less. And if it's a fish, then I'll stab a freaking fish. There's a river over there, stab a fish. If I catch it first. And oh, this would be uh, probably with my hands. Oli turns to Estelle and says, We stay at the weirdest of places. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you referring to? Which are you referring to? All of it. The company we keep, or just everything? Just, just the places we end up. Just the strange. We end up in the strangest of places. Hmm. Would I know what like these Rohan are doing at the moment in this town? Like, they're holding up like some festival. Then I'm guessing. Yeah, it's kind of like it's it's, it's a winter festival. It's a winter festival. Um, huh. And it's set up in this small town, and what it is, it's basically set up in the farmers from the surrounding areas, and some of the, mm-hmm. the tribesmen from the various hills and all the rest of it will come down. Would, would Zabby roughly know what and they're doing? The, 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 the place would be lit with candles and when yeah, decorated. Yeah, would Zabby know roughly what they're doing, basically? It, 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 it's a similar tradition that's carried out across various races in, across Middle-earth. Not, every, mm-hmm. not everybody kind of does it the same way. Yeah. Um, elves will probably tend to do it a little bit more religiously, a little bit more of like song and a little bit more worship. Yeah, with poetry and with elegant music <laughs> and all the rest of it. And there's certainly you definitely won't have coconut shies and fortune tellers and all that kind of stuff in archery contests. Uh, well, I, well, so I'm so I'm basically like saying to them, what have you not seen the festival from another race before? They have different traditions and customs, like from region to region. Um, but mm. it, it, it's not un, it's not uncommon to have these kind of things around about this time, around close, very close to the winter solstice. You notice you are moving very, very close to winter solstice. Hmm. I'm sure things are going to happen. They're real important <laughs> in the winter solstice. There's <laughs> like two things going to go close in the line and make a portal to the underworld. Is is the stars going to align and we are going to be in another apocalypse? Anything can are you saying this, this in character, or are you saying this as a freaking player? I don't care if it's both. <laughs> oh well, all, all, all we turns and says you're reading way too much fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I may not know much, but we has a point there. You're reading too much into it. Okay, so you're slowly making your way out of town, passing all these mm-hmm. various things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there like a river nearby? There's a river then? off to one side, yeah. It's an enclosed river. It's like I say, it's got a wooden, um, uh, like, brick water. Because it is a river, it's not It's not a sea. A yeah, wood, a wooden um, harbour with I various kind, I kind of, like, kind of go to it and look at it. Do I see any fish? Yeah, you can see fish. There's a small little fish farmer down there. Can I try and catch one? Um... Good luck. 
because I'm going to get my horse. Okay, 77 or higher than 77? Higher than 77. Why yeah. does Whisper roll high? <laughs> I don't know. Every time we do these roll challenges, you always roll higher. I'm not going to get a freaking fish. I'm not going to forget the, the, the number you pulled for, uh, I can't remember if it was for Dylan Trast. Yes! 81. 81. Okay, after flapping around for a couple of minutes in the water, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, like trying to grab hold of a fish, you got hold yeah. of one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I got that and I, um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, stab soul steal it into the fish quickly. Okay. Um, you see the black blade turn blue. Okay. Why has it turned blue? Because uh, it's now got the soul of the fish in it. Really? It just exchanged it? Mm-hmm. Huh. So the fish I'm holding right now is now got the art, the soul of the orc or the... Yeah. Okay, I get my other dag, uh, put it on the floor and just cut his head off. Okay, you killed a fish. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Achievement unlocked that you killed a fish. No, I, I killed it, so I'm chucking it back in the river. Okay, right. You're, you're not going to cook it for dinner. Uh, later. Uh, well... Soul of an orc or a goblin? No, thank you. I just got a soul of a fish. Yeah, she's got a soul of a fish now. She's saying, I've just so got a soul a of a fish. What? <laughs> well, didn't Estelle always continue walking? No, yeah. I went to grab my horse and went back to Zabi to... Because... Okay, so now my blade is blue. Yeah, it's blue blade now. It's blue. Okay, yeah. so... First it was black, now it was blue. Yeah, it's a crystal, thought, it's, the it's minutes a crystal blade. I getting a fish, I was getting my horse and bringing the horse back to the river to see Zoe. How do I empty it, then? How do I empty, just basically have it see-through glass? No, it started out like that. It's gonna stay like that? No, it started out like that. It started out as clear glass. Yeah, how do I get it back to how it started out? I don't know. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> Unless the clear gas was, was just either it was just made and it was never used, or it originally had any something in there anyway. There's nothing in there the thing died straight after. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, in any case, I now have a soul of a fish. Okay. Blub, blub. Actually, since I do have a soul of a fish, that could be quite useful. <laughs> In what capacity, Sabi? Get on the horse, please. <laughs> oh, I don't know, maybe stabbing the enemy with it? You're so they can have a mind of fish. So you're gonna stab someone and turn them into a fish? No, you it don't, doesn't turn, work them like you don't that. turn them into a fish. Their soul is transferred. Oh, so the fish is going to possess the person. It's going to possess the body, yes. Yeah. The body do the body doesn't change. The body remains the same. I know that. I'm asking as a still. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, <laughs> okay. From what I can gather, remember that this blade was black? Mm-hmm. Well, now it's blue. 
So, in technical terms, it just exchanged it. What did it have before then? Black. <laughs> no. What soul? <laughs> what was? So, it, you, why you was it that black? Orc that me and Theo killed. Which one? We've killed much orcs. The one in the field farms. Oh, when I came after with Dunnanchast. Yes. And you guys killed whatever that was there. The yes. Orcs. Well, basically, with that particular orc, we didn't actually kill it. I just had it sold. You're just casually carrying an orc soul? <laughs> yeah. Until I can actually exchange it to a smaller creature, which is now a soul of a fish in the blade. And the fish and the soul that previously had it, that was an orc. It, it was oh, in that. that makes sense why you wanted a stabby soul. Okay. Yeah. So luckily, I did catch a fish, exchanged the souls, and killed that fish. <laughs> All right. So we don't have to worry about oh, I don't know, a rampaging fish that has an orc soul on it. <laughs> yeah, because that would be traumatizing for people. Oh yeah, most definitely. Can you ride on my horse now? <laughs> I have my own, thank you. Have I forgotten already? Yeah, I've, uh, I've forgotten because I'm I, I, so I, I eager go, to I leave. Go and get on, <laughs> I go and get on my horse. Okay. Okay, yeah, 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 I yeah. go and get on my horse and I oh, just God. go, jeez! I follow where Zappi the fascination of she's, she's, she's killed a fish. Well, I'm not fascinated, I just know that I just got rid of something that I didn't want us to keep in my fucking blade. Well, you got a fish in there now. Exactly! I prefer and the fish, fish than a freaking well. orc. Okay. So you're actually ready to go now? Yes, I'm well, ready, ready to go now. You are willing to travel <laughs> the entire yes. distance, all the way yes. to Tharbod, without stopping? Yes, Lady Estelle! I am ready to fucking go! Let's go! Okay. Okay, um... Fucking hell! Dylan Trust. <laughs> I wonder what the hell's going on. Unbelievable. Uh, I just have to send a message to, like, uh, Satan is a player there, but when you guys were describing all the, what the Jago does and whatnot, I was like, as soon as you got to the end of it, I was like, does the Jago really do that? And I sent that message to Lee, and he's like, yes! And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, it does. Woohoo! <laughs> no, you're not getting that anytime soon, so I'm <laughs> Oh, I don't want to. I'm just like, wow, this, this is one hell of a warning. I, I mean, imagine if I somehow... I'm just saying this as like, as play, as a player. Imagine if I somehow stabbed the lady in black and I had her soul. Yeah. You, you could really want to be facing her, though. <laughs> yeah, but potentially she could put it into a less dangerous creature, one where she wouldn't, like, quote-unquote, have her powers and then kill the bitch. Well, probably, but this is just basically a theory that I'm saying. Just imagine... If I stamped her with the soul that I have in my blade at the moment, a fish. and it would be just a theory, a yes. game theory. No, not like that, Missy. <laughs> Basically, this is that now that I've like tested it out a bit more, and now I have a blue blade at it now. Mm -hmm. 
I could poss- if- this is just an example. Since I have the fish soul in the blade now, I could stab the enemy with it still, but the souls will be exchanged. So basically, for example, I'm guessing if I did stab the lady in black with it, then the fish soul will go into her body and her soul will go into the blade. Yeah. So it's like a trade. And then when you stab the next person... It's the same again. Yeah, so imagine yourself if you're in a room with six other people. Yeah. Fighting for your life. Hmm. Yeah. Just, just picture that in mind. Yeah. Just, okay. They're just like multiple. And you have to like trade it off to the next and then to the next and then to the next. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing here, Whisper. Come on. I know, I know, I know. Just, just bear that in mind. So, so I'm keeping that in mind. So it trades souls, not bleh. Yes, yes. Now remember, if you fumble, then I could be in trouble, couldn't I? And you accidentally cut yourself. Hmm. Yes. Just bear that in mind, okay? Or if you yeah. actually, even worse, even worse, you could accidentally stab somebody Anybody else. Anybody else? Yeah. Don't you dare stab me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to say this, that I will not use it in battle. I'm just going to say this right now. That's only if needed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just bear, bear in mind that things like that could happen and probably will. Yeah. Don't trust. Yes. <laughs> Um, um, you, you left to get your supplies and you've headed out, yes. Um, I had no, 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 I'm heading to get supplies into turn, and when I get into turn, I, I get some supplies. Okay, you're going to like, town, yep. Um, some food for the uh, journey ahead of me. Um, I, I don't intend on paying it, so I'm stealing every piece of food that I can get off of a kind of little marketplace. Welcome back, Lee. Um, <clears throat> preferably stuff that will not be missed by the people selling it, and I'm taking it when they don't look. Okay. Um, you're in the marketplace. Remember how busy there the, There was a really busy, noisy marketplace kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the quality of the food's not amazing. Not caring. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it, it's adequate. It's adequate, but there's obviously... Um, you, you, you 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 more used to more refined kind of catering services, mm -hmm. but it's adequate. It's adequate for what you can, from what people need and what people can get. Okay. Yeah. Um, while I'm also in the marketplace picking stuff up, I'm going to inquire, <laughs> since I'm not with a Morwen or a Theo or anybody else for that matter. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to inquire about this um, fallen star into its location because um, and it's been a while since we actually spoke about it, but I can determine whose directions are right. <laughs> and you only, like, you've only got the directions that Theo told you, whether or not they were yeah, the correct ones or not. Crap ones or not. So, so I'm, I'm, uh, we were speaking in the open tent. <laughs> um, I am going to inquire as to where this fallen star um, as... You're moving around the marketplace and there's lots of traders and there's lots of buyers and lots of shoppers and lots of um, suppliers and things like that, yeah? Mm -hmm. 
And the occasional thief on the corner that I know there, there's occasional oh, there's occasional thief, but like <laughs> it's like it's like everywhere there's pickpockets, there's cut purses, there's um people who are just kind of like acting as like distractions, you know what I mean, with uh, shopkeepers and things like that and somebody else will slip in behind and all kind. Of... It 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 it's it, it, it's it's not an epidemic of thievery, but you do notice it going on kind of thing occasionally. Okay. Um since I know it's one of these thieves, can I actually go speak to one? Because these are good for information. Um, you, you see, know how to talk to them. you see, you, you you can see one. He's um, he's probably not very old. It's a Rohan kid. He's probably about age nine or ten. Uh, can I look for a thief that's a little bit older? Like somebody who's maybe more seasoned. More seasoned. Yeah. So All right, you're looking. Liable to know information and shit. Um, you're looking around, and I guess you're looking about, um, and you can see that there's another off to one side, probably a eight, nine year old kid. Okay, I'll go talk to him. As you, um, as you approach him, you see him kind of like, um, he notices that you're, you're walking towards him, so he starts running. Okay, so that one doesn't work out very well. Um, I can just like walk off in the opposite direction from him. Mm -hmm. And back to the first one, but I do it inconspicuously. Like the first kid that I noticed. He makes that making your way back to the first kid. Um, you make your way to the back to the first kid. He hasn't really moved. He seems to be loitering like under a shop sign. Um, yeah, shop signs <laughs> like uh, like he stood like partially in a puddle, kind of thing. Because it's still very damp and very overcast and very like a dreary kind of day. He stood in a in a puddle. Um, and he's looking down the street, and he's looking across the street, and there's a, there's a guy seems to be walking up towards him as you as before you approach. Mm -hmm. And this is a very elegant, elegantly dressed guy. He's kind of like got black curly hair, and he's got a a blue uh, velvety kind of suit. Um, Do yeah. I recognise that guy? You don't recognise him, no. Okay. He's as got a like... player, is it familiar? <laughs> as a player, is it familiar? To whom? To me. Possibly. <laughs> um, he's got black curly hair, he's he's very clean shaved. And he's got a blue kind of suit with like frilly white shirt kind of thing underneath. Uh, black boots. Okay. What does he do when he gets close to the boy, or what does the boy he get, do? He, he, get, he gets close to the boy, the boy kind of like notices and come in, the boy takes something out of his pocket, and he kind of palms it off to the guy. Okay, I wait until the guy is away. The guy, walk the guy, guy walks on, the guy walks past. Walks and then on. I kind of walk towards the boy, and without actually directly having a conversation with him, I just kind of kneel to the other side of the wall and say to him, I noticed that. Yeah, you're going to make real friends with that. Mm. Um, 
He doesn't know what you're talking about. He's just waiting for a friend. Well, that, that, that may be so, but I'll keep my mouth shut if you can give me information. Just and maybe what there might be a nice piece of silver in it for you. What, what do you want to know? A few nights ago, there was a bright light in the sky, and possibly something fell to the earth. Where can I find it? It's in the wall. How can I have silver? Where's the wall? Mm -hmm. Any directions to that place or a map? Fanny says, if you just keep going east, you, you'll sooner run into it than anybody else. If you just, if the, the, it's where the miners go every day. They mine the wall. So, the, the wall is probably maybe 600 square miles of just open barrenness. And how big is this how object? Is supposed to be, you know. How many days travel is it from here? Oh, probably half a day. Maybe the wall, you can probably make it in an hour. To the, to the edge of the wall. Hmm. It's only just down this road, through the old, uh, through the old town, past the, the, uh, the training encampment, and that's it. You're in the wall. Yay. That's the edge of the wall. That's why it's called Wall View. I'm such a smarty kid. Um, I say to him, no, you wouldn't lie to me, and when I do this, I draw one of my sides. He said, no, he's got... If you don't believe him, ask somebody else. They'll all tell you exactly where the world is. It's over there. Okay. Um, I thank him for the information, yeah. and I then walk off. Are you not giving him a silver piece? I drop a copper piece in front of him and say, if your information turns out to be fruitful, I'll give you. I'll come back and give you a silver piece. Just, all right, no worries. And he kind of puts his foot over the top of the copper piece. Okay. As, as, as you will start walking away, he kind of quickly bends down, picks up the copper piece and puts it in his pocket. Okay. Theo. Theo, yeah. man. <laughs> Talking with Moen, and Moen says that yeah, she'll go and find Estelle or we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but she's a bit like she she doesn't know what she's it's gonna do it's gonna take to actually drag Dillentrust along. No. Whatever. Just. Do what you can. I mean, he's got his own life as well, so whatever he wants to do, he can do on his own. He, I'm not going to bait him. Yeah, yeah, it's just something I thought he would be able to explain a bit better because he knows the bit of the history with it. Okay. I've given you the word. I've given you the location. Um, I've written like a little parchment for her just to and it just basically states what information I know of and where it is um, and who I will be sending information to right um, well 
she says that she'll make ready and she'll leave within the hour. Okay. Okay, so she leaves the tent. Uh, Colin Mins go up high and Freya, um, yeah, Freya comes in and says, uh, is there any special duties that you'd like her to carry out for the rest of the day? Yes, um, I need you to arrange some sort of meeting with the civilians, whoever's in charge of the civilians, or gather them up at a certain time so I can speak with them, um, as well as send a message to the lieutenant here so I can speak with him as well and arrange a message to go to Rivendell. Alright, she'll round up the captains and get word out. Thank you. Um, probably take about half an hour or so, it won't take long. Okay. okay. And I will, and I, I'm going to take a little chair and just sit out the front of my tent. <laughs> okay, uh, you can see that she, she on my porch. immediately goes out. And she she captures she she gets she, she catches the the attention of one of the. Um, you need a smoke pipe now. Uh, uh, the captain. Got one. Not gonna use it though. Aww. Um and uh, she relays the message and she sees no one and they relay the message and you see them um, like rounding up some of the civilians, <coughs> um saying that um, they are all to congregate in a centralised area. Um, they will be addressed by the 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 the, the, the Lord Commander. Mm. Um, she's she's also dispatched a messenger to the Lieutenant of the, the Training Academy, the Lieutenant of um, of Wallview, yeah. as well. Okay. Cool. Uh, time, as I said, time goes by, and you can see all the 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 people seem to have all congregated together, kind of thing. All the civilians. <laughs> I will head my way that way if I'm... Uh, Freya comes up and she says, um, uh, um, oh, um, uh, Time for your big moment, my lord. Jolly good. <laughs> Jolly good, old chap. You might want to put the pipe down. Yeah. <laughs> I put the pipe down. I um, put my tea down. Well, I'll make sure I finish my tea. Yeah. I will head over. Best image. You head, head over, and you see you're heading over, and it's kind of like a, 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 a it's, it's fairly flat. It's on a slightly rise. Yeah, it's on a slight rise, and you're at the bottom of this rise, and everybody seems to be stood around in a semicircular kind of like the civilians seem to be stood in a semicircle right in front of you, and then behind them is an assortment of all the various soldiers and garrison commanders and various things like that that have all arrived with these civilians. Yeah. Oh, commanders there as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Freya stood to off one side. She is. Uh, she's removed herself from the situation, and she's just like uh, cleaning up the um, the objects that you've placed around the outside of the tent, and she's moving them back inside. No worries. So, I I want to enter pretty much the area where they've congregated in that in the, um, the little yeah. semicircle. Yes, yeah, so like a small little amphitheater kind of thing they've created just by using a natural rolling hill. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not going to shout or anything because my voice, but mm -hmm. I will project my voice a little bit so they can all hear me because there's around about 200 civilians that's supposed to be congregating. Um, so I spoke to you all yesterday. I wish to know your information today if you are sane or if you wish to come. Be warned. 
if you wish to go with me, we will be leaving in two days. Two days. Okay, two days. You hear the mutter kind of kind of, the, the, the muttering amongst themselves saying, "Oh, two days, two days, yeah, two days." Okay, two days allows us to get something prepared. I have to send word off and wait for a reply. Uh, if it comes back earlier, then we will leave earlier. But I'm allowing two days, and then we will have three to four days travel. Is that right? Yeah, about three or four days travel. Not not long. Three to four days travel to Cavanhard. Yeah. So if you wish to tell me who will be staying and who will be going, please either inform, elect someone in your group to be your spokesman um, and then come and tell me your information that you wish to stay or go, how many people wish to stay, um, if there's going to be injured, come in, injured stay, and you know, I need all this from you guys. You know, if there's women and children going or staying, let me know, and I will try to prepare for the journey ahead. Okay. Uh, like I said, there's, there's little murmurs and things like that, and you can hear people like asking, um, what will it be like when they get there? What will they do when they get there? Will there be places for them to stay? Will there be jobs for them? <coughs> are they saying it to me? Like, are they just no, no, they're kind of saying it to each other. So they're kind of like saying it to each other, like, like this place we're going to, um, what's it I like? Say, I say out loud then, like, if you have any questions about the place, ask me. I know a little bit about it. Yeah, and we will discuss in detail as much as you want. Okay, there's, 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 you can see that there's a, a kind of a quiet, quietness across everybody, and you can hear the wind blowing against the the the, the various tents and things like that. And there's one guy, uh, one guy seems to shout up. From, you don't know where from, just like just off to one side, you hear somebody say, um, <coughs> "What if when we get there, we don't like it?" Then you are free to move on to your own location. I am not forcing you to stay, I am not forcing you to go. It is just an opportunity for a new start if you wish it. How do you know it's safe? No one knows anything until you get there. I do not know if it's safe, I do not know if staying here is safe. I do not know if the area we just come from was safe before it got attacked. You know, at the moment, nowhere can be safe, but that has the beacon yeah, the place with the biggest fortress I know of so far, apart from Helmsteep. But mm. like for that area, it is a stronghold. There is a small hamlet outside the area as well, so there is a village for us to look at, to live in. Now, I know the village has been empty for so many years. People say they just pass through it and they don't stop there. The reason why, I do not know. I'm sure we will find that reason when we get there, but it could well be that it's been left in such desolate, disturbed, dis oh my god, voice. <laughs> Just like run down for so long that no one wants to fix it up. And it could be a new opportunity for everyone. Um. <clears throat> The, the, 
there's a few more murmurs, a few more, and uh, another voice comes from the, the opposite side, the other side somewhere. Um, um, and one, one of them asks, uh, will there be work for us when we get there? Yeah, why not? Another voice from the opposite side, kind of like there's, there's like voices coming out from the crowd all over the place. Oh, well, we have to pay taxes. We will figure something out. <laughs> More likely, yes, but it may be at a, a low, low rate depending on how bad everything is there. Yeah, you know, depending if we have a militia, you will need to pay for the protection of the people. Uh, your protection will need your payment, or you work around with something as we do a fair trade with stuff. There's a female voice comes from, like, it sounds like an elderly female voice saying, Are we going to get compensated for what we've lost? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just straight out say no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's caused a little bit like, <laughs> I am well aware that you guys have lost stuff. Houses, furniture, Lost houses, furnitures. Jobs. When we arrive in the place, you will get a new house. That will be there whenever we're there. You know, we will help build houses. We will build furniture. We will get you established if you wish to stay there. It's. I can't say that you're going to retrieve items. Um, maybe when everything's settled down a little bit and the armies aren't there anymore and they're not attacking that citadel, Maybe you can return. There's one guy again, like at the back somewhere, you can't really see him, but he says, Can you guarantee that we will get back everything we have lost? No. Never? No. I have. Can you guarantee anything? No, of course you can never guarantee. I've lost so much in my past that I'm never going to get it back. Never, ever am I ever going to get it back. I know your pains yet, yeah? all of you here, I know how much it is to lose everything, to lose your families, to lose your possessions, to lose a place where you live. I am well aware of the pain that it will have. Yeah, but all you can do is keep moving forward and hope for a better life. Okay, well they're kind of all muttering amongst themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I, I stand there for a little bit longer, and if, if no one directs anything at me... Nobody's I, saying anything. No, nobody's saying anything. Uh, there's one small kid off to one side <clears throat> saying, will he have to go to school? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm afraid you will. Education is really important. Otherwise you'd be dumb. <laughs> you need to grow up big, strong, either for a fighter, or using your noggin, and I point to my What's brain. What's the land like? What, where we are? No, where we're going. <laughs> Not a clue. Not a clue. I've never been there. Well, can we I am literally going in is the same situation. Is it growing land, or is it grazing land, or is it...? Uh, I think it was farmland at one point. Farmland. Is that what the, the um, commander said to me? The lieutenant? Oh, I'll never know. <laughs> in like a whole week. <laughs> Like, is it grazing land or is it gro is it growing land? Is it ploughing land? I can find out more information if you wish. I'll go speak to the lieutenant to see if he's got anything else about yeah, it. Like, there's more murmurs now. There's a little bit of muttering going on. I did say it's pretty good crop. I mean, there used to be something there, so... 
they obviously did survive. But not anymore. Oh, no, apparently wars happen, you know. This is like third, fourth age. No, we're in fourth age. <laughs> third age. <laughs> back in the third age, there was a war back that way, and people died, and, and then it got left. And it's never been really relived in again. They all go to the actual beacon place, and the people living in the beacon have just, that's it. They just live in the beacon, they don't live in the town. So we have an army there, or we have a force there. Yeah, some people say, mm, I'm not sure, well, I'll have to think about it. Oh, um, well, I've heard that there's this, and I've heard there's that, and I've heard there's something else, and they're basically saying, well, um, well, I'm not sure about the taxes and all this kind of stuff. Two days and I go. Okay, well, like I said, you give them an opportunity for them to actually think about it, and uh, they, they, they're broken off into smaller groups now, all muttering about it, not talking about it. Uh, if you wish to talk um, to me about a bit more, I have um, my commanding content up there. Also, there is my uh, squire. Do I call it a squire? Do I call aid, her a squire? Aid. 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 My aid will... Commander's aid. It was the commander's aid around. Um, find her, she will let you make an appointment and we can have a little chat. Make an appointment, okay. I'm a very busy guy. Okay. Um, the last thing that somebody says is, are these soldiers coming with us? I hope so, because they were originally part of your town. Well, the, the wolf bear, all those ones, originally the ones that came from your location, I hope to come with us. But that is still in negotiation, as the king has asked for all the soldiers to be staying here. Oh, so we're, we're, we're leaving. We'll be travelling there unprotected. Yes, apparently. That's what the king has said. <laughs> okay. I'm only relaying what the king's orders are towards me. Yeah. Now, I am trying to negotiate with the lieutenant here to actually take the army, or take the people that were originally with us, there. Okay. Because I also do not feel it's safe for you guys to travel three days unprotected. Although the lands are empty and there is hardly anything down there, if we do run into something, having an army is much better. Got... Even a rookie army like you guys. <laughs> well, okay. Hey. Well, they're gonna. They're gonna the, 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 you, like, you, you've you, obviously you've had your say, and it's like, oh, this is not. This is either kind of going okayish or it's not going so well at all. But um, they are. I think just speak. <laughs> 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 it wasn't just speech. It was just literally doing some questions. Yeah, what's it like? I don't know. Are you going to pay taxes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> are we yeah. going to get compensated for what we lost? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens, guys. <laughs> just say that because, as I say, Theo's been in a situation where he's never been compensated either, so. Oh, okay. That's never going to happen. Uh, can you promise that we'll have the, that we'll lead the same lives as we did when we when we were like where we left? Nope. Yeah, I mean that's up to them, isn't it? Really, their lives. Is, if you wish to they, change they, they, it, yeah, some people just want their yeah. lives back. That's all they want. They, they want to be able to go back and do their old job and I know. I know. all that kind of stuff. You know, go back to the way that we're doing things. Um, so it's yeah. just various questions being fired out from the crowd. But yeah, they're, they're kind of like all like. 
they're starting to break away now and disperse and like talk amongst themselves and I wish to go and find Freya. Okay, you uh, make your way down this small little kind of um, trodden footpath kind of thing back down to your tent. You see Freya, and she is stood um, outside of your tent, and she seems to be holding up a very heavy, thick cloak. You cold? No, no, it's for you. You're supposed to wear it. Oh, am I supposed to wear it? Why? What is it? It's a commander's fleece, kind of thing, like a, like a bearskin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> do. I need to adorn it now if I'm going to go see the lieutenant. Uh, it's cold. You might want to wear it. Is it cold or is it like? No, it's kind of it's it's kind of damp and wet. I I have a coat. I have I have my own cloak as well. So I like, is it worth? Does it look? It probably looks nicer than my own cloak. Actually, I'll wear it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and okay, I explained to her about that. Like, on, and she says that went well. Days. She says that seemed to go well. I think so. I mean, they they want to go home. They want to get their eyes back. It's, it's understandable. We've left everything for them. I can only hope that they they literally listen and hope for the best, no matter where they go now. Okay, they want to travel with says, us. They um, travel with us. If they're not, she'll um, she'll. If anybody does come and want to ask any questions, then she'll make appointments. Yes, I don't suppose you made an appointment with the lieutenant for me. Uh, a messenger did come back while you were talking to the um, to the civilians, mm -hmm. um, and he will see you tomorrow morning. Okay, I head there now. You head there now. <laughs> yep. Okay. She's, she's kind of like, um, uh, okay, right. Uh, when shall I expect you? Shall I expect you back from time for tea? Oh, you know what, actually? Is there any chance you can go and round up all the um, sergeants for me? The bear sergeant, the wolf sergeant? Um, um, yes, you could do that. Could you do that and bring them back to this tent first before I go anywhere? I'll do that. I'll wait inside the tent. Uh, okay, may take or a send, little Send someone. I, yeah, I'll yeah it may take a little while. Okay. That's, that's okay. She did that. And again, she, she kind of like, she just puts puts a few things down and then she just kind of runs off and... Uh, Thank you, Faya. Still in trust. Things I'm waiting until tomorrow. Yes. You are in the marketplace. You have witnessed the handoff of something to a very finely well-dressed, clean-shaven, with dark curly hair gentleman. Um, with a frilly shirt and a very blue, a very smart blue top. And black boots, yes. Good for him. Did I manage to pick up those things that I sent you? You are, uh, like, you're scurrying through some of the, yeah, you kind of, like, you grab a few bits. You don't just grab them off stalls, you grab them out of people's shopping baskets and stuff like that as well. Okay. Uh, you manage to get four loaves of bread um, and, and a, a couple of fruits. Nothing nothing huge or extra, extravagant, just a couple of apples. And two small kind of cubes of cheese. Kids, not wheels. No, wheels too big to bloody dick. <laughs> yeah, a wheel. Have you seen a wheel of cheese? A wheel of cheese is about twenty pounds of cheese. You'd be surprised. No, yeah, yeah, oh, no, there's no way you're going to be able to take off of a wheel of cheese. Sorry, I read the wrong thing there. Yeah, a wheel um, of your wheel of cheese is approximately fourteen inches wide, about four inches thick, and weighs about twenty pounds. Okay, so since I've got the 
items that I want. What, what fruits did you say, sorry? A couple of apples. You've got a couple of apples, um, about four medium-sized bread, like bread rolls, I would say. Um, and a couple of um, loose ends of cheese. Okay. If you're gonna steal um, stuff, you 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 are subjected to two, two small pieces of cheese. You are subjected to stealing using sleight of hand on small objects. You can't sleight of hand a wheel of cheese weighing twenty pounds. Just not gonna happen. Well, it's worth a try. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pickpocket that barrel. <laughs> right. So I've got a note that. Um, yeah. Now it, that I have my items, I am heading. I'm not giving a crap about a shady looking guy in a fine looking suit. I am heading east. Okay. I, I just directly head east and if I see any miners in particular, I follow them. Okay. Um, well, the path of Thunderfit turns to, like, from dry, dry clay into a cinder path and then um, eventually it turns into an actual cobbled path. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you are marching up to leave, like leaving the new town. It's called the New Town area, and mm -hmm. um, which is all predominantly kind of like cobbled together, cannibalized pieces of wood, wooden structures, which have been built on and built on and built on top of, like floor on top of floor, and extension on the back of, and all the rest of it. Um, towards a pretty kind of medievally um, fortification, and the first thing you run into is a giant gatehouse. Wonderful. Um, is it open, closed? Help it's open. Out. It's open. Now it's open. Alright, I just walk through then. You walk on through and you can see that there is uh, various guards uh, stood on uh, duty. And they don't seem to be paying much attention as to people that are coming and going. There's people coming and going all the time. Um, but they seem to be stood. Uh, they, they, I mean, they're not stood on guard and not poised for attack or anything like that. They just seem to be just standing there, kind of like leaned up against walls and rubbing their hands together and standing around a brazier and trying to keep warm and talking to each other. And course, yeah. still, God, don't they ever have lives? Um, that's what they do. Um, someone walking along, walking along walls and things like that. Yeah. I walk up to the closest one, Jeremy. Okay. Uh, what's he doing? He is, uh, he's standing and he seems to be like, uh, he's watching something that's happening on a, on a field, like a parade field, um, uh, uh, like beyond the gatehouse itself. Okay. Um, before I actually speak to him, I just kind of put um, my little hood up. Yep. And I just make sure that my hair is covering my ears, so my elven heritage is not kind of showing. Uh -huh. And um, I then kind of make myself look a little bit small and pathetic. Yeah. And say to him, <coughs> Sir, sir. And I tug at his um, cloak, if he's wearing a cloak, if he's, he's not. There's no he, not really wearing a cloak or anything like that. He's got like a green, he... green leather armor and things like that. Well, is there something on him that I can, like, slightly tug at? You can, you to can tug, at, tug at his, his belt or his sleeve or something like yeah, that, yeah. I, I tug at his sleeve to get his attention and say, Sir, mm -hmm. sir. He looks down at you and he says, What do you want, boy? Um, I'm looking... I'm wondering if I'm on the right road to the wall. I'm supposed to go and find my father. Ah, oh, uh... 
he says, well, if you just keep going straight ahead. Okay. Um, stay out the way of that 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 uh, that, that training ground, though. Why? Uh, they're doing javelin practice. Thank you, sir. And I um, walk on. I love how shady you're trying to be to get directions to the wall. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like a nuts. <laughs> yeah, everyone's telling you exactly where to go. It's like, yeah, it's just there. It's just there. Yeah, just, it's just over there. I want to be absolutely certain that I'm going to the right bloody place. It's like the Grand Canyon. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. It's a yeah, huge friggin' place. The, you want to be absolutely sure. I know. It's great, though. It's absolutely friggin' massive. It's like saying, where's the North Pole? Like, where, you know, like, oh, see all the white stuff? Just yeah. It's right in front of the there. North Pole. It's like, where's the sea? Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'll just keep going that way. You'll get to it eventually. Yeah, it's like that. That's pretty much what you're putting. That that's in the same scale of you know, like where where's the ocean? Oh, it's it's out there. Can you not see it there? Just keep going. Um, and that's what you're saying when you're asking them, "Where's the wall?" It's like, yeah, you just keep going, buddy. Yeah, you you'll run into it. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's like what? Why is it, why is he asking where's the wall at? When, yeah. Well, I did say I made myself look pathetic, so it could Quite be that pathetic, explained. Isn't it? Explained, hmm. maybe. Explained. <laughs> anyway. There you go. Um, so traveling that way. You keep traveling that way. Yeah. You can see that there's some javelin practice being carried out on the field. So it's small like spear chucking. And oh, is well, this the uh, just as a player? Is this the place that? Was that when yes. he was going bonkers trying to figure out? Not quite. In the Not same quite. It's the same kind of thing, yeah. Okay, okay. It's the big fortress that actually. It's a big fortress kind of thing, thing. yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, from where I am. What, you're in it. Oh. <laughs> it's like a big military barracks area where you, you, you walk through the main gate and it's everything. There's loads of buildings all around you and you're all enclosed in a wall. So um, the crappy town that we've just than, walked into was literally someone built up outside. Okay, other than the guards that I can see, Whisper, can I see any kind of not guard people? Like, I want I to say scholars or some like chitters Scholar. or anything like that. Like, no. I'm trying to not to metagame here. <laughs> I know. Hard. Um, You're looking for uh, non military personnel. Yeah, basically. Can I see anybody who's not military? Not military? Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, there's a lot of military cadets around here. There's a lot of training instructors. There's a lot of... Um, um, uh, like you, um, instructors, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Uh-huh. You're about there somewhere. He goes away off there somewhere. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so you just come through this gatehouse here, and this this here is an actual. This is a training. This is a training ground. See a training ground. Yep. Yeah. This this bit here is the walls. See all this? Yep. That's where I'm wanting to go. <laughs> You'll eventually get to it. You know. Uh, okay. So Estelle. Yes. You're on your horse. Yes, that's my impersonation of a person. Okay, everybody else is saddled up. Yes. They are, they, um, Obi is ready to go. I'm ready. 
that be? I want to make sure that everyone is like ready, ready to go because we need to make um, because um, where where we're heading may have enemies probably more so than what happened up in wherever we were. What, what was the place we were at? I've forgotten the name. Uh, Mistwood. No, no, the, uh, the battle like we the had in. Oh, Ilian. Was it Ilian? Ilian, yeah. The place we had the battle. Oh, oh. Anyway. Ilian, yeah. yeah. It, it could be much worse. Where in Farbard, so. Well, why do you think I was trying to double check on arrows and such? If the town had uh, flutches. No, I'm not I'm worried about that. That's fine. Just want. That's why I, I want to make sure like everyone's ready for the. If there's nobody there, I'm hoping to at least have most of you stay outside the city. What? Because we can't just have 200 people just charging the city. It's just putting a mark on our heads. We need to like stay. Preferably, if it was when we get there. And it's you want to try and stay low profile? Is that it? Yes. Well, this is as low profile you wanna as you can get. This, you want to sneak into the city? Yes! God help us. Okay. That's easier said than done, you know that. I know. I'm just saying. Okay, are you ready to go? Yes. I am so ready to go. Oh, okay, oh, he says, right, let's get this over with. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we can go. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a home. <laughs> Yeah. You're you're talking to you're talking to a little hobbit that's been on the run since I was twenty two. Uh-huh. Now to now just towards the two Owen Zabi. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wanna make sure like even if uh, the dark priestess is there, would you still come with me? <sighs> Well, I'm not going to leave you alone, now am I, you troublemaker? What trouble was that? Obi says it's okay, she's not after her. Well, none of us are. It really doesn't matter if, if, the, if, if the enemy is after you or not, you're still going to be in trouble. We're still going to... Regardless, gonna... Honestly, because of... of the situation at hand. Yeah, honestly. Any one of us, you, Theo, Dylan Jazz, anybody, will still get in somehow fucking trouble. Right. I mean, hell, I could get in trouble, still. Possibly oh. if there might be the chance that I somehow run into family members, which i rather see them gone. Then I'll pray you won't get into trouble. Good luck on that, because trouble may be coming either way. I'm well aware of that. Oh, he says she's expecting it. That's why she's eating it. That's why she came in. Uh, let, let's let's just ride and talk or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're going. You're going. As soon as you start actually moving your horse, then the two hundred nod soldiers behind you start moving as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're leaving, uh, Mistwald. Heading, mm. heading west. Yes. Yeah, following the river, following the actual the banks of the river. Yes. 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 Um, you're about two miles away from uh, Mistwald, and you can hear some celebration taking place. Uh, 
some singing and some various things like that seem to be coming from Miss Wood. Uh, from um, from Miss Wood, rather. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we're galloping as fast as we can and, and not you're going stopping now. As fast now. as you can, and you're falling the river, and you're going as fast as you can across the open plains of mm -hmm. Western Rohan. Yes. Western Rohan. In the distance, in the distance, you can see the gap of Rohan. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can just, just barely make out Helm's Deep. Okay. And a little to the north, you can see the very, very, very tall, dark spire of Isengard. Oh, shit. Hang on, a hobbit. Isengard. <laughs> Isengard? Sorry. Yeah, Isengard is in the mountains up there. It's kind of on the way, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on the way, you know. <laughs> well, fuck. Yeah. I'm not going in, Isengard. I know that, but still. Okay. Mm -hmm. You still want to come with me now? <laughs> Shut your face. As a player, I would turn back, but as Zabby, no, not a chance. She's not going to leave a troublemaker on their own. Like I'm the troublemaker. Uh, most definitely. <laughs> That's what she's thinking. Okay. Um, like I say, you are now racing, uh, following the riverbank uh, westward. Uh, mm -hmm. Heading for the Gap of Rohan. Yes. Yes. Theo. Yeah. You um, get a message back saying that the commander will see you tomorrow morning. The lieutenant yeah. thing. The lieutenant. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The lieutenant will see yeah. you tomorrow morning. Yes. Then I asked um, Bingy to go and find the other four sergeants. Yes, he's he's come back with the other four sergeants, and you are still inside your commander, your commanding headquarters. Yes. Um, and uh, Freya, Freya sticks her head in, and she says, uh, "Sir, the uh, the commanders you asked for are waiting outside." Excellent. Okay, I come outside. You come outside, and you see the four, um, very inexperienced. One of them is still slightly injured. Um, young captains. Is the injury really bad, or just like... Yeah. No, it looks like an injury to his weapon arm. It's like a, a cut. A cr probably on his hand. It's bandaged up. Okay. Uh, so I come out. Um, I go, look. I commend you for what you did in the battle. You held your ground really well. For your first... Pretty much first duty, that was... Spot on. You followed what you could... Even though you ran with no commander, that was great. You you held your line. You did really well. I'm pretty proud of you guys. Oh, I shall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've been asked for all the armies to stay here, but I'm asking you guys if you wouldn't mind accompanying us to Kalinhard if we would, if we take the civilians and they wish to come with us. I'm I'm going to go and speak with the lieutenant of this place, because you're supposed to be under his command now. But I feel you would be better used in our presence and with the people you protected, as they will already know you and you already know them. Yeah, you've lived in the same areas for so long, you know each other. I feel you are better with us than you are here. If any of you have any disagreements, please speak up now, and I will ask for your 
platoon squadron. Yeah, squadron. <laughs> what do you call the? Well, it's the, your brigade. The brigade. 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 I would ask for your platoon then to stay here if you do not wish to follow us. Okay. So if you have any. They'll go back and speak it over with their, their comrade. Okay. Please do. Um, okay, so they kind of nod and they turn and they individually separate and go back to their, their, their separate encampments. Yeah? Yes. And go and discuss it. You seem they're discussing it with their comrades and saying what the proposals are, the, the options that they have and what their decisions and who's saying what and who has to do what and all the rest of it. And yeah, yeah. Kind of arguing it all out. Um, Freya? Okay, Freya. Are you around? Yeah, she's always around. Cool. Um, remember to go and get provisions. I gave you money to go and buy stuff. Yes, yes. You can go and do that while I sit around and just relax. Yeah, yeah. She's got written down in a notebook. Yes. Good. Yeah, yeah. She's got written down in a notebook. Yeah, three gold pieces. I'm going to wait here for the captain's return. Yes, she's written down here, three gold pieces, and well, she's going to make a list of the things that she buys and how much they cost, and then she'll bring it back. Yes, no worries. Okay. Is there anything you prior priority need? No, it'd just be food. Food. Okay, food. How much? As much as you reckon. This uh, is something you will reckon. need to reckon. Okay. Uh, you know the um, preserves that you have. Is you just buying for the civilians or buying for the soldiers? How much would I be able to buy for three gold and for everyone? Uh, three gold. It's gonna take us four days to get the. Steam. Just for like the two days we we stay here. Oh, the two days. Just for the two days. Yeah. Food for two days for everybody. Yeah. Mmm. She's totaling all. She's trying to work it all out. Trying to. Do Just for the civilians, not so much the soldiers. That's but civilians. It's 150 civilians. They require. Let's say. Well, let's put. 150. Down. Cool. We've lost a couple. I had 200 down here. <laughs> Well, 200, 200 civilians, um, so they're going to need like two, meal, two meals a day, so that's um, <coughs> that's 800 meals. Um, let's see, we're going to have one company, that's 800 meals. 500 gold. Yeah, she'll, she'll do what she can, she'll do the best she can. Yeah, I'm only asking just for like little rations for them as they... You know, I had to leave in the little rations. They're going to get little rations because, like, from her yes. calculations, it's going to cost her eight gold. But she says she'll see what she can do. I give her five gold in total. Then five gold. Okay, she's written down in a little so notebook. She has two extra gold now. She's written down. She's written down in a notebook. She's written down next to three gold. She's crossed out the number three. She's put five. Yes. <coughs> okay, five gold. Right. She 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 says right. Uh, she'll head into town. I will also write it down, but I can't find my pen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so she's crossed out the three, she's put a five down, and she's written it down in a little notebook, um, and she says, right, she'll head into town now, she'll make those arrangements, and see if she can get them delivered, because there's no way she can carry that food, or amount of food on her own. Yes, well, as I say, speak with the soldiers that we have here, maybe they can help. Okay, she'll see what she can do, and she kind of nods, and then disappears out the opening again. No worries. Okay. Don't trust. Yes. You're in the parade ground and you're seeing these soldiers, the kind of throwing javelins all over the place. 
There's a, there's a there's a training instructor saying right. Okay, what you do is you go step, 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 throw. Die. <laughs> okay. It's the order, isn't it? Step, step, throw, and hope thing dies. You see these. No. You see these. Um, there's, 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 there's two white flags like further down this field, this throwing field. Um, and he says you need to get as close. Yeah, pretty much. He says you need to get as close to those white flags as you possibly can. Yeah, and then twenty cadets all stand, all line up. Show them how it's done. Right, all these, these these twenty cadets all line up, and they're all like ready, go, and then there's just like twenty hurtling like javelins just going through the air, and then the end of the parade ground now, the end of the training field now looks like a porcupine's back of like spears, either landing flat, or they're landing bolt upright, or they're not quite getting far enough, or they seem to be just like off to the side, some are sticking out sideways, they're landing all over the place. A couple of them do actually make it as far as the white flags, but uh, the majority of them don't. Hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of wander over to this guy that's like given the instructions and say to him, "Excuse me, sir." He kind of looks down at you and says, "One moment," and he says, "Right, upon command, go and retrieve your javelins." And he says, now! And then oh, the cadets kind of like all go sprinting off down this um, training ground and go and get their javelins and bring them back. And he says, okay, what is it? Um, I'm looking for my father. He's supposedly a scholar here. Not that my mother would a scholar, what does he teach? Oh, apparently about the stars. What's his name? <laughs> um... Didn't think that far ahead, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> <clears throat> I just call him my father. What? What? What's his surname? Medwind. Medwind. Mm -hmm. Medwind. Is it Medwind? Medwind. Medwind. I don't know, bloody Medwind. Mind you. With the amount of like scholars that come and go in this place, it it, it doesn't surprise me if we ever know where everybody is. Um, what, what is he, an astrologer? Yes. Oh, probably being pulled in to calculate some stupid thing about that that fallen rock again. And yeah. Seems to attract attracted <coughs> all the crazies. That thing. We've moved several places after that. It's rock fell from the sky. Several sun. places? It only happened two days ago. <laughs> He's been tracking it for quite some time. Tracking it, tracking it. Somebody would, yeah. My mother says he spends more time looking at the stars than he does worrying about his own family. I am just here to deliver food to him, sir. I'd rather be oh, well, he's, 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 he's probably in the, um, in, in the classrooms. Probably one of the classrooms. You'll find him there, no doubt. Can you point me in the direction, sir? Um, across the parade ground. Mm-hmm. Yes, turn left. Mm-hmm. Keep going past the auditorium. Take the first right, and that takes you in the classroom district, and it's, it'll probably be one small, little, scratchy little classroom right on the far end. Thank you, sir. Okay. May have a nice day. And he says, oh, well, uh, watch out for them javelins. Will do. Now, 
run across the field. You run across the you run across the field while these cadets are all like and you hear them screaming in the background saying, Right, back on your marks. Right, this time I want to see you reach the those the white flags at the end. Where was he standing like No just 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 Yeah, he's standing just just oh, just here somewhere. And where are they throwing? Because I, I think oh, they're throwing this way. Here. Yeah, they're throwing this way. Oh, okay. They're okay. throwing this way, kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like I said, that's what he said. So, he kind of sent them he, when he was talking to you. He sent them down, down, so you could actually walk across. Right. Well, yeah. I'm going to go from here to around the back of them. <laughs> yeah, these javelin throwing kind of things. Yeah, and you can see them that they've come back to their marks now. That you can see that there's a small. There's like a white chalk line. It's mm -hmm. it, 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 it's almost invisible in places where the, it's been trodden into the dirt, um, where they're supposed to stand behind and they're supposed to like do do a throwing kind of thing and try to get anywhere near the other end of the field where these white flags are. Okay. Um, you make your way to the other side of the um, parade ground, yeah, mm -hmm. and you can see an assortment of buildings all around you. Um, there's a couple of the cadet students like um, running around. Um, there looks like there's some senior people. Looks like a groundskeeper as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems to be like um, sweeping up some leaves and things like that, and tidying up some of the grass verges and, and that sort of thing. Uh, trying to keep the place tidy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and people like moving between buildings and things like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to head towards the auditorium and then see what happens when I get there. Okay. Well, you, you, you're heading off down the path and you can see that on the right hand side you can see there's the, the kind of like a, a paved training ground. Um, mm. There's not much happening there at the moment. Um, it looks like there's kind of like some stables or something like that down on either side of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's some kind of like a, a, a almost enclosed riding school, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the students have been shown how to um, mount and dismount a horse correctly um, while it's stationary and while it's moving. Okay. You keep on going, and you can see that there is some. Um, there's an auditorium on the on the left hand side. And it's a wooden auditorium. It's an open air mm -hmm. one. Um, and it's uh, there's a path leading up to it, and there's small little like kind of bollards on either side of the path that uh, indicate that uh, it, it, this it, in this direction kind of thing. There's like a, a rope between those bollards as well, um, uh, funneling you directly onto the main center stage of the auditorium. Yes, yeah. As you approach the auditorium, you can see that there is some kind of um, there's some kind of teaching going on. Um, and it's public speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I hear what is being said? You can hear uh, the, the the person who's doing the actual the teaching, the talking, is a um, is is a public official. Looks like a councillor. He's an old guy. He's kind of got a, like a long beard, and he's got a red. Not like all these. Not dressed in armor or anything like that. He's got a red kind of like cape and gown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and he's telling the students um, 
how to um, recognize a person of official capacity um, and how they should be addressed yeah yeah yes so he's, he's saying like oh, when you're speaking to a member of royalty yes you must address them as this and, and as that and if and you must bow or you can nod your head or you may salute if you talk to this person or or, or a member of this household these are the color the color um, their colors their recognition their flag their banner um, and he seems to be doing this kind of like open-air teaching classroom thing um, on um, uh, uh, courtroom etiquette like public addressing Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And that's taking place in that auditorium, that outdoor uh, outdoor classroom area. Okay. Um. I listened to him for a second or two, and then just kind of lose interest and head towards the kind of classrooms and see if there's anybody around that I can ask. Hey, where can I find the astrology? Class. You can go and go, and go a little bit further and see some classrooms on the right hand side. Um, you turn to, down towards them, you can see that there's ones teaching things like um, uh, geography, um, traditions, um, there's some literacy lit literacy ones like reading and writing and stuff like that. Um, there's some on um, plants like fauna and flora. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, there's some weather. Um, uh, like weather prediction, um, what's called weather skills classroom, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, and various other ones like that. They, they, they all seem to be centered around um, um, the the life and the traditions and customs of the Rohan. Um, going on a little bit further, you can see there's a one about animal tracking. Yeah. Mm -hmm about yeah. the various paw prints and things like that and there's a there's a, a lovely assortment of animal droppings in a display case can i smell the no 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 you can't you can't smell <laughs> you, hear, but you can tell what they are just by identifying them just from the shape and the size i'd probably be able to identify them just by the scent <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, how busy is it? Are there like, is it a hustle and bustle? Are people? It's not a hustle and bustle. It's fairly quiet down this area because a lot of the classes are in actual in progress. And there's no more than ten students to a particular classroom, and no fewer than six. Okay. Um, do I see anybody working around here, like? Um, janitors and Sally popping sorry <laughs> um, it's okay um, ja ja groundskeepers janitors classroom attendants no, or anything like that fairly, it's fairly quiet um, you do see there is uh, kind of like um, a final year student uh, who seems to be walking around like the, the paths between the buildings okay um, I stop him and or her, it's him, and yeah. okay, well, him, and ask him 
um, hi. Well, I say to him, hi. Um, or hello, greetings, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking for the astrology class. Um, Stargazer. Yes. Hi. Uh, last classroom, or last cabin. He says, call him cabins. Last cabin on the right. Uh, you wouldn't happen to know when the next, um, crap, I'm trying to think what it's called. It's not class, it's a lecture will begin. That was a bit loud. Lecture will begin. Lecture, lecture on what? Mm, preferably I'd like to know more about the, um, the, the, the thing that fell to Earth recently. Yeah, I've got no lectures on that. Uh, it's a fairly I recent. Think... It's a fairly recent event. Usually, the syllabus is already designed and laid out at the start of term, the start of year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they very infrequently deviate from that. Only in times of war and stuff like that, or if there's a a, a significant event like a royal wedding or a coronation or something along those lines. But but no, they tend to stick to the same basic older old stuff. Um, I, I take down my hood at that point and say, well, I'm currently looking for information on um, that particular recent event. Um, it's very important that I find out as much as I can about it. Can you direct me to anybody who can assist me in this matter? Now, one of the um, senior astrologers, the astronomers, will um, probably have some information on it. You better off just you know, if, if you can catch one of them, they'll be down there on the on the cabins on the right hand side, the far end. Um, one of them might be free. Probably be available to answer some questions. Thank you. Um, I thank him. Just kind of give him a little nod. Says, uh, head. no worries. Give him a little nod at the head and head off towards the the astrologers. Okay. Estelle and Owe and Zabi have been riding mm -hmm. uh, for a considerable length of time. Okay. Riding closer and closer towards the Gap of Rohan. Mm -hmm. you, you can see that um, like in the distance, um, it, it seems like you've been riding for an eternity, but you haven't really been riding that long. Um, How long have we been riding for? Well, about maybe three or four hours or so. Okay. You've covered a good amount of ground, probably about 80, maybe 100 miles or so like that. Um, <laughs> the Woodmist is well behind you now, um, and mm -hmm. you're sure that they're probably having a great time with their um, winter festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and you can see up ahead, you can see Isengard, and Isengard seems to be getting loomer and getting bigger and bigger, but as, as you approach it, you can see that there's a lot of black smoke at right coming out of the grounds around Isengard. That's not usually a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of smoke, like, um, and, 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 um, like, uh, clouds, clouds of dust and stuff like that seems to be just, uh, it's definitely look... com coming from the Isengard um, tower. Mm. Do they look recent or? Oh, they're, they're still smoking. They're still smoking. So has it has that been recent or don't know? It's still ongoing. 
still, yeah, so it's recent. Yeah, it's still ongoing. Within the day, basically. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot of black smoke, a lot of black smoke, and it looks like steam, and a lot of clouds, and a lot of dirt, and yeah. definitely rising from the grounds around, I... grounds around Isengard. Just speaking about it, it just makes my skin tingle. Um, I not feel comfortable about it. We're not going towards there, we just have to worry about the road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I know I pay attention to that, but I really am focusing on around us and the road. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you're riding along, um, not really stopping for anything. You continue going, but you do notice that there's a lot of black smoke and a lot of black um, dark clouds hanging over Isengard. I don't yeah. like it. So you're riding, is, you're heading towards Helm's Deep and the Gap of Rohan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you just keep heading towards that direction. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Theo? Yep. And uh, you're waiting for the um, for word back from the captain. It's going to be a little while before you get some information back from the captain, and you're still waiting for Trey to come back from a shopping trip. Yeah, no worries. I'll just take a little chair out the front again and sit on the front of my tongue. Thing with a drink. Pipe. You're sitting in front of your very elaborately well decorated, amazingly well catered for uh, command tent. Yeah? Go see my horse. Are oh, you going to go see the horse? Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm you go and see your horse. Your horse is um, incredibly well looked after. Saddle has been cleaned as well as oiled. Um, all the brass, uh, the, like all the the the, the stirrups and the bridle and the um, uh, and the, the harnesses and all that kind of stuff have all been um, cleaned as well as polished. Nice. It's not too far from the tent either, is Wish. it? It's not too far. It's not too far. No. Right. And the um, the the fur and the skin, the mane and the tail, has been combed and brushed. Yeah, yeah. I'll go back sit down yeah. on that chair now. And uh, the shoe, the the, the shoes, the your the, the the shoes on your horse have been washed, as well as the feet. Yeah, the hooves mm -hmm. have been cleaned and they've been filed. Um, and your your horse has never really looked so as better. No, nah, it's been properly looked after. This is good. I love you, my horse. I gotta sit down <laughs> on the chair again. <laughs> <clears throat> your horse is fine. The horse is quite comfortable. Um, yep. There is a small pail of water next to the horse as well. Good. Okay. Uh, quite satisfied that your horse has been adequately well looked after by Freya. Um, you go and sit yourself back onto your um, collapsible uh, campaign chair. Yeah, and I pour myself a little drink. Of? Water. Of water? Okay, <clears throat> yes. Um, small little, kind of like a like a um, a barrel shaped, um, small shot of water kind of thing. It seems to be reinforced with kind of like a copper band around the top and the bottom of it, um, cork to the bottom, um, for quick drinking purposes, um, and you uh, quite happily sit there, 
And uh, you can see that the, the camps have kind of like everything seems to be going back to normal being for, for the for the soldiers and for the civilians and that. And you can see there's still people talking and people talking and muttering. And but predominantly, nearly everybody seems to be just like getting on with things for the moment anyway. Okay. Yeah. I just sit there. Still trust. Yes. You arrive at the um, one of the classrooms. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, right at the back. It's one that they, they call the cabins. Um, it's right in the back. It's right, pretty much on the outskirts of the of the teaching, like campus altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is um, there's one um, ast- astronomer, and he looks like he's hunched looking over a table, looking over charts and various things like that and he's got a measuring ruler and he's got some like charcoal pencils um, and he seems to be sitting there just quite happily just like pondering some things, I don't know what it is, probably calculations or dates or whatever it is, he just seems to be pondering over something anyway inside okay. one of the cabins, yeah? Um, I walk up to him and Tug at his sleeve. Tug at his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. He kind of he, he looks he looks he looks like down across, um, half spectacles. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's basically an Anne Robinson. Um, <laughs> looks right at you, like oh, what have we got here? And at that point, I kind of tuck my hair behind my ears uh-huh. and look up at him and say, um, Sir, I do believe that you and I have a matter to discuss. Okay, so you said, what's the matter? Um, I believe something fell to Earth a few nights ago. And I was wondering if you can give me any further information uh, about what fell to the ground and what it has to do with the elven um, history. He says, well, he, he, he says that uh, Ellendale's r- resilience fell from the sky. How... Is it that you've come to know this information? It's obvious. He looked in the star chart, it was there. When he looked in the sky, it wasn't. Do you have any historical volumes close by that I can look at? Like any tomes? Um, anything of that nature that I can just well, is it, is, verify? Is it according to the Book of the Eternal Night? Yes. Mm-hmm. When the two towers were destroyed in the creation of Arder and in the time of the Valor and all the rest of it. Yes, when the Valor crossed over into Middle-earth and took on Melklaw. Yes, previously mm-hmm. called Morgoth. After, from that time onwards, it was called Morgoth. Um, the Valor kind of, with the aid of the First Age Elves, kind of went to war with Morgoth. And subsequently, there was such a tremendous battle where millions upon millions of elves were killed, and much of Arda, the ancient word for Middle Earth, 
was damaged and destroyed. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And they defeated Morgoth. Yes? Yes. They, um, with the assistance of, um, there was one, um, elf, one elf called Feynor. And Feynor was famous for creating... The Silmarils. He created jewellery or personal items for the Valor. I'm familiar with his history, uh, Kane, sir. My uncle himself was a scholar. Ah, and there story. you go. Yes. So I am um, wondering if you have any copies of said tomes here or no, any other information. No, he doesn't have any. He said he can't. He cannot. Uh, he, he doesn't have any particular copies of the Longest Night laid around anywhere. A traveling companion of mine was here a few. Well, I think last last he thing. He, he, last he does thing? remember that one of the Simmerals was recovered by Baron. Yeah. Okay. Um. Baron. Um. It was obviously the son of Beria, uh, of Beria and Luthien. Luthien was obviously the daughter of Milian. How do you spell Baron? Or is it in that... Um, B-E-R-E-N, yeah, Baron. Is it in what you sent me as well? It's the son of Luthien. Yeah. Luthien, and obviously Luthien is the daughter of Milian. It's all right. It's and he recovered one... Apparently he recovered one of the... of the... the Simmerulans, but he... 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 he obviously lost his hand when he recovered the... Um, the Simmerulan, because it was bitten off. Yes. Um, and that stone was eventually, originally, was eventually taken by Erendil, the husband and the granddaughter of Elwing. It's of him that I wish to learn more of, Kingsar. Husband and the granddaughter Elwing. And Elwing apparently had two brothers who, who got themselves mixed up in some forest somewhere and we never heard them again. I love how you're just wheezing and Ricky now. <laughs> I know. Pardon? <laughs> All the information he's reading is just literally the wiki page. I know. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to read that, but I'm also I'm, I'm trying to float in extra bits as well, which I know of. So Elwing, Elwing <laughs> apparently had two brothers, and they they got themselves mixed up in some forest somewhere, a way off to the to the east somewhere, just just far past the Blue Mountains, just way past Eridlian somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, never heard of them again, apparently. Poor boys. Well, while that is very sad, good sorry, it's more of, um... <laughs> Aaron Deal that I wished... It's not Aaron Deal, is it? Aaron Deal? The husband to their granddaughter that I'm wishing to learn more of. Oh, the husband to Elwing? Yes. The young girl, the young girl that apparently survived. Yes. yes. I wish to learn more about her husband. Is there any? Arendelle. Oh, not much about him. Basically, that that he didn't really accomplish an awful lot. All he did was he acquired the Simmeral from Elwing, um, and um, returned it back to the Valor. That simple. Yes, I mean, event, uh, uh, Feyno actually created it for the Valor. Morgoth was jealous of them because they were the only source of light during the Age of Darkness when the two trees were destroyed. So he kept them. He kept the light for himself. 
Um, the Valor wanted them back because they belonged to the children of Middle-earth. And um, subsequently a big war was started, after which the Valor kind of promised themselves that they would never ever enter Middle-earth again for, uh, for such, um, such trinkets as the Cimarils. Um, and um, uh, subsequently the, um, the Elves fought over these Cimarils because they were the only sources of light that were at the time. And Ereldil saw the, um, it was the husband of Elwing, saw the, um, the, um, the greed between the elven, the, the, the elven clans, because they weren't really Noldorn, Sindar, and Sylvan back then, and um, there were the Talari and, and various other ones as well. And they, um, big, so started what we call the Kingslayer Wars. And they started fighting amongst themselves over such trinkets that didn't really belong to them, they actually belonged to the Valor. And um, uh, Erendil actually took the Simra and took it back to the Valor and handed it back to them. And the Valor said, right, we'll put it in a place where it would serve the greatest purpose, but they would never be able to possess it, and therefore they set it up in the stars. Do you have any idea as to why something has possibly fallen? Do, do you personally think it could be a... Well, did, itself? It, they, they did say at the, at, the, at the end of the book, they said, it was said by many of the elves that the fate of Arda was woven into the Simrals, but they didn't kind of leave any clues. But the only clue that they seem to have found out is that one was set in the sky, one was set in the ocean, and one was buried beneath the earth but they don't know where. Now, over the last few days, they're working on this, on the possible assumption that maybe the falling stars landed in the area, or the close proximity to the area where the one set in Earth was placed. So maybe one might be making its way back to the other. Thank you, King Sir. You've been very... Um informative of the Silmarils themselves. Um, my only other question for you is, do you know of any living lineage to Erendil? No, or apparently, that, apparently I'm sorry, but that line died out a very, very long time ago. Um, I mean, obviously there was only one living descendant from um, from Feynor, which was Elwing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who was the who who was the great granddaughter? Who who and then and then she her line kind of ended there. Um, I mean, there is some kind of like indirect descendant to Elrond um, from the House of Rivendell. Um, but it, 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 the, the, the records become a little sketchy there, the, you know, um, but, uh, and as for the whereabouts of the two brothers that got lost in the woods, well, I'm sorry, I, I, I think that we've put it down to history that those two boys <coughs> perished. Could it be possible that they didn't perish, that they maybe had... There's no records, um, 
indicating that and uh, given the time that they did disappear it was straight after the great battle of Nagothrund and Lindon um, and they were very very young at the time we're not even talking about the age of decision making when they where they decide whether to stay um, uh, elf or human because there were half elves by the way they weren't immortal so I would say they're probably long, long dead by now. But it could be possible that they have descendants, correct? It, 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 yeah, he says, I, I, I suppose it could be possible, but fairly unlikely. Were hmm. well, there are any mentions of any houses that were new, not long after those bro um, brothers, sons, sons? No, no. History. I, I, there's a reason why it was called the Age of Darkness, the longest night, and, and it's not because of the of the metaphor of the Cimmerals being the only source of light and the destruction of the two trees and the setting up of the two towers and all the rest of it, you know, the sun and the moon, but it was also a torrid time of war where gods were fighting other gods with armies of mortals, uh, predominantly the dwarves. Um, admittedly um, but there was very little in the way of record keeping and and because of that we refer to it as being the longest night because it is a real dark age not because of its actual f the, the absence of daylight um, because the elves were born under the stars and predominantly spent majority of their lives under the stars they, 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 their genealogy is based on the stars but <coughs> The lack of records means looking into that period of history, it is just a black hole. Okay. Um, well, I've taken up enough of your time, kind sir. But there is one last thing that I would like to ask you. Um, a travelling companion of mine visited here last night and was able to look at a few tomes where he was given the name um, of Erin Dill. Oh, the strange young guy. Oh, yes. Kept talking to himself. That's him. Um, I was wondering, would I be permitted to look at the same thing he did? He didn't really look at an awful lot of stuff. I we advised him to take up pottery or possibly art. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, he's a bit of a strange one, that one. I but I was wondering that. if it was possible to look at the same thing he did, just um, to see if I can get any better information from it. He says, I, 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 I suppose it's around here somewhere, unless one of my colleagues might have borrowed it. Well, do you mind if we look for it? He, 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 he looks around, he says, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I left it round here. Now, he's patting himself down as if he's actually got it. And mm -hmm. he's like, he's looking around, he says, mm, I, I think I remember putting it over there. And I'll, I'll just have a check. And he has a route around in a whole pile of scrolls. Um, and then he, and he says, maybe I moved it over here. And he goes around, he starts pulling out more scrolls, and they're all over the floor and all over the table and all over everywhere. And it's like, um, no, no, 
I, I, I wonder if Sigmund borrowed it this morning. He was out all night, mind you. Yes, 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 he was out all night. Oh, I think he was going to show the commander. I think he was going to show the lieutenant. Yes, yes, that was right. He was going to show, show it to the lieutenant first thing this morning. Yes. After he put his telescope away. That's correct. So he's probably got it. Okay, um... Hmm. Well, in which case, thank you for your time, sir. Um... I hope you find... Peace among the stars. And good luck in your future endeavours. Um, I cover up the ear that I my ears begin, put my head up, and I leave uh, the man to his work. Okay. 